With your latest news, I'm April Cummings, Chief Medical Officer Dr. John Lee reporting 196 COVID-19 test results today. These were carried out since our last report on Monday. There was one positive test result in a traveler. The islands currently have 14 active cases of COVID-19, all asymptomatic. There are 909 people in isolation currently. And a reminder once again, the vaccination clinics in Grand Cayman are closed until our new supply of the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine arrives on the 16th of June. Another above-average season, Cayman's new premier uses his first hurricane season message to stress the realities of natural disasters. Those who do the forecast tell us that we can expect 13 to 20 named storms, of which 6 to 10 could become hurricanes, with 3 to 5 of those becoming major hurricanes, if predictions hold true. This will be the sixth consecutive season with above average activity. The Honorable Wayne Panton says the formation of Tropical Storm Anna in May was a stark reminder of how important it is for residents to prepare. Stock up on your hurricane supplies and make sure you have hurricane plans for your homes and businesses. One of government's latest measures to increase preparedness in the Cayman Islands is the installation of the first in a series of automatic weather observation stations on Crew Road. That station is part of a planned larger network of stations that will be scattered across Grand Cayman, Cayman Brac, and Little Cayman. Each station will record and transmit real-time data to the National Weather Service, and each station will be reinforced to operate in a Category 5 hurricane. Premier Panton is encouraging all residents to visit caymanprepared.ky for full details on how best to get ready for the 2021 hurricane season. His Excellency Governor Martin Roper, meantime, is encouraging residents to step up the season and prepare for whatever might come our way. Here's Radio Cayman's Shanda Gallego. 2020 was a year that tested the Cayman community, with residents navigating through fires, earthquakes, severe storms, and even a global pandemic. We showed the world our resilience, which helped us make Cayman one of the safest places in the world to live. The relatively COVID-free situation we find ourselves in was as a result of a community effort. And I pay tribute to each and every one of you for the role you played in that. Now at the start of what is to be an above-average hurricane season, Governor Roper is asking residents to step up and ensure that we're all prepared for what's ahead. In his 2021 hurricane message, Governor Roper says the UK as ever stands ready to support the islands if needed with two military vessels on standby in the region. They are HMS Medway and RFA Wave Knight, which has a Wildcat helicopter on board. In addition, 1,000 soldiers of the 7th Infantry Brigade stand ready in the UK to be deployed here if needed. The 100-strong Cayman Islands Regiment, established with UK support and trained by the UK Ministry of Defence, will also be on standby. Both RCIPS helicopters on island are now fully kitted out with the latest equipment and technology. The regiment and helicopters also mean we have the capacity to support other overseas territories or independent countries who are affected by hurricanes. Governor Roper says the UK is also looking to support Cayman with risk assessment work and data around climate change, which will help us understand better the threats that we face. With our borders remaining closed, it has probably been a while since you have seen your passport, but now is the time to ensure your travel documents are in order, 
gather up important items like insurance papers, wills, birth certificates and property deeds and make sure they are in one place where you can quickly add them to your grab-and-go survival kit. Governor Roper says it pays to prepare, as preparing in advance may well be key to how we recover from a storm. Shanda Gallego, Radio News. And hurricane prep is continuing across the island's emergency services. Here's CIGTV's Donna Bush. The Royal Cayman Islands Police Service Operations Unit joined members of the regiment on Friday for an important hurricane preparation exercise. The helicopter used in the mock rescue scenario took place at the Bodentown playing field and it's all in preparation for this hurricane season and the disaster preparedness plan. Now, the Air Operations Unit has trained with the regiment on utilizing helicopters and preparing landing sites should we be hit by a hurricane or if we need to assist or provide support to other overseas territories. Attending the exercise was His Excellency Governor Martin Roper, Premier the Honorable Wayne Panton, Home Affairs Minister the Honorable Bernie Bush, and senior officers of the RCIPS's air operations and the regiment teams. CIGTV's Donna Bush there. Seven planned appearances are scheduled for tomorrow's Central Planning Authority board meeting. Radio Cayman's Dion Anglin has the breakdown. At 10.30 a.m., Alley Point Development will pitch their application for a duplex with two gazebos and swimming pools along Raleigh Key in Governor's Harbor. Several objectors have raised concerns on this development, claiming the site is too small for these additional structures. Up next is an application for a two-lot subdivision on Judges Drive. The objector there says the zoning for the development in the area is residential agriculture and is primarily structured for farming. Objections as well for the 1130 appearance by Orso Biano Limited, applying for after-the-fact land clearing approval along Selkirk Drive in Georgetown. The National Conservation Council says prior to the unauthorized clearing, the parcels were characterized as mangrove habitat and it encroached onto three adjoining parcels of land. When alerted to the unauthorized clearing of mangroves, the DOE issued a cease and desist order to stop any further clearing. In a written statement to the board, the developer apologized for the clearing, saying it was, quote, a genuine mistake oversight. At 1 p.m., the CPA will hear an application for a duplex and pool on Town Hall Road in West Bay. There is one objection. No objections, though, for an application to set up some apartments on Shamrock Road in Bodentown to existing homes. At 2 p.m., Emerald Point Development will be speaking to their application for 36 apartments, townhomes and pool and two clubhouses along 4th Avenue in West Bay. No objections on that one. Or for the application for four townhomes along Halifax scheduled next. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Dion Anglin. The meeting tomorrow is open to the public. You can find the full agenda online at planning.ky. The CPA granted approvals for three large developments at their May 12th meeting. During this session, the board heard from several developers pitching their proposals. First, an application for a 22-unit apartment complex on Powery Road in West Bay. This development had objectors, mostly citing that the zoning of the proposed site is low-density residential, along with concerns about noise, traffic, and beach access. The CPA granted planning permission subject to several conditions. 
An application for a 27-unit apartment complex on Sandhole Road in West Bay was also approved. One of the concerns for this development came from the National Conservation Council, which said the beach on this site is critical turtle nesting habitat. The board granted planning permission with conditions, including a vegetated buffer and turtle-friendly lighting. The CPA board then heard the 40-acre planned area development and land clearing application along the Esterly Tibbetts Highway for a 160-bed hospital, senior care housing, medical college, and residences. As you heard right here on Radio Cayman earlier this month, the CPA granted permission for the Astor Cayman Med City development, subject to several conditions. The National Gallery of the Cayman Islands launches their art and wellness program, and Radio Cayman's Felicia Rankin-Solins has more. Senior Education Coordinator at the National Gallery of the Cayman Islands, Maya Matu, tells Radio Cayman their art and wellness program began to create a community space after the daunting events of 2020 and navigating 2021 so far. For community healing and wellness. And so we really wanted to create something that would support that in a time when there's so much upheaval and there's so much um, anxiety and uncertainty that's happening. And so the Art and Wellness Program has everything from yoga classes to to meditation classes. We even open early on Mondays now at 9 a.m. And that's for a quiet hour when people can come in, use some of our mindfulness worksheets, um, and just spend a little bit more quality time with the artwork. Visitors can take a stroll down NGCI's Labyrinth. And it's one path that goes through the labyrinth, so it's not quite a maze where there are lots of different options. But you just kind of walk slowly and mindfully and follow this path around. And it's just a way to kind of focus in and center your thoughts. It's out in our beautiful garden space as well, so you get that nice connection with nature while you're out there too. Nature is hailed as having positive effects on a person's mental health, so NGCI offers their nature trails as well. The nature trails, we have our NGCI gardens here, um, and anyone is welcome to come and explore them. We are going to be putting together a guide to the different um, plants that are on our property and just highlighting some of the plants that have um, medicinal or cultural um, historical uh, uses. Um, And we're doing that with the help of Hannah Reed from Bush Girl Medicine. So soon we'll have those available that people can pick up at the front desk. All activities are free and schedules can be found online at nationalgallery.org.ky. For Radio Cayman News, I'm Felicia Rankin-Solins. Their next workshop is June 29th. It's called Breaking into Balance. That is your latest local news from Radio Cayman's newsroom. I'm April Cummings.